Welcome back to the Life Change Podcast. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Um, this is Chelsea, your dietitian. And today I actually have some guests with us on the podcast. Um, so I have Abby Sharp. Um, so she is one of our coordinators. And then I have Miss Kelly Long. And she is basically, I mean, she does a lot of stuff around here. She's a scheduler. She does some of our non-surgical programs and um, all sorts of good stuff. So um, Abby, first, just tell us a little bit about you. How did you end up here at Panhandle Weight Loss Center? Hi, guys. <laughs> can, can I say something about us both being really awkward or is that going to ruin it? Yes. Yeah. Abby and Kelly are very nervous to be here today, but they're going to do just fine. And um, I've given them some tips. I said, don't go back and listen to it because your voice always sounds different. Never sounds as good as you think. Uh, but they're experts. They're the experts. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for calling us experts. Yeah. Um, yes. So I have been here Three years, actually, in a couple of days will be my three-year work anniversary. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> um, I was actually majoring in early childhood education when I was in college um, and then decided at the last minute that I didn't want to do that, um, mostly because I wanted to get married sooner. So I changed my major <laughs> to um, general studies and then graduated uh, while I was working here at the clinic. And basically all of that put me in the healthcare world, I was just looking for kind of a temporary job um, here at the clinic. So I started by doing our DEXAs and um, scheduling for Dr. McNear. And then uh, in the store, uh, I got a lot of time working back there as well. And then eventually I kind of worked my way up to coordinating, mostly because I saw the need there and I really enjoy kind of being that advocate between a patient and their insurance because that can be kind of an overwhelming process. So very good. See, I told you you're the expert. That's why you're here. Oh, what can I say? Thank you. <laughs> okay, Kelly, what about you? Tell us a little bit about how you got here. Okay. Um, well, let's see. I started here. My work anniversary is also coming up. Um, I'll be here for four years. Very nice. And really, so I moved to Amarillo um, after I had my son so we could be closer to family. And I've always been really into like fitness and the health industry. And we had a close friend tell us that Panhandle Weight Loss Center was looking for for some new people. And so I applied and um, just kind of started first as, you know, up front doing some of the receptionist stuff. And I've now moved over to <laughs> like medically supervised coordinating and um, kind of, yes, like you said, a, a handful of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Girl boss. All right. So what we wanted to talk about today is um, kind of the options that you have for surgery as far as cash and insurance goes, and then just kind of talk you through our process of, you know, what does it look like to go through the process here at Panhandle Weight Loss Center from beginning to end, or I guess really not end, but beginning to surgery is kind of where you guys specialize. Um, so Abby, tell me a little bit. So we kind of have two tracks that we put patients on. We have an insurance track and we have a cash pay track. So tell me just a little bit about the difference between those. Um, okay, great. So I would say in general, obviously the cash pay uh, track is going to be a lot more simple and a lot quicker. So I'll kind of touch on that uh, next. But with insurance, 
Um, typically what we do is after a patient meets with one of the doctors for their consultation, um, they come to the coordinators because uh, insurance, if you have bariatric coverage, it's not like just having general medical benefits. Um, it's pretty in-depth. So a lot of times patients have a hard time understanding um what their insurance would require of them in order to be approved for the surgery. Um, and so that's where we kind of step in as coordinators and explain uh, the criteria that their a patient's insurance will have in order for them to get the approval for surgery, whether that be following a certain amount of months through our process. Most typically it would be a three-month or six-month timeline. Um, if they need exercise documentation, certain, uh, I don't know, what are other requirements, a weight history, a certain um, medical issue, um, and what BMI they have to be in order to be approved for surgery. So all of that, uh, plus kind of explaining what a patient's uh, deductible and max out-of-pocket looks like, um, because nobody really understands insurance in general. It can be kind of difficult. I don't understand my own insurance sometimes. So mm-hmm. um, having that that person there to kind of, we, me and uh, Kelly call ourselves the professional handholders, um, our other coordinator, <laughs> Kelly, um, because that's, that's basically what we do is kind of hold a patient's hand through the process and explain what insurance is going to require. Um, so that's an insurance process. And then for cash, um, the requirements don't change in our process, our interior process between insurance and cash. Um, however, the cash is going to be a lot quicker um, because there's no specific amount of months that a patient has to follow. Um, They don't need a psychological evaluation. So in general, they can move a lot faster. Uh, So with our cash pay process, basically we will take the patient through um, kind of at an accelerated pace and then we perform the surgery at our uh, surgery center of Amarillo. I I would say probably nine times out of ten unless your BMI is too high to go to our surgery center and then at that case you'd go to the hospitals instead um so yes that's kind of the difference between insurance and cash yeah and i think it's a good point to bring up so a lot of people ask about our surgery center um so basically it's just you know like an outpatient surgery center it's not a hospital it's not like a freestanding er but you know it's like a it's called an ambulatory surgery center so basically you go in you have surgery and you walk out that's the idea um and the benefit of this is that we can actually provide surgery um at a much cheaper price than we can if we do at the hospital so um Kelly, tell me like if you are wanting to have a surgery, let's say you want to have the sleeve and you're paying cash because your insurance doesn't cover it or for whatever other reason, what's the price point on average? I mean, just a guesstimate of about how much you would be paying for surgery for the sleeve. Roughly, I mean, give or take just because every patient is different. So certain clearances, there may be different requirements that they'll need. But I would say for the surgery alone, you're looking at close to like 11,000. Okay. Yeah. And then what about the for the switch? What would you say? Uh, for the switch, you're looking at closer to 17th. Okay. So we got 10 grand for the sleeve and 17 grand for the switch. And that's, you know, with the best pricing that we could get you at the surgery center. Um, and like she said, there's a little bit of a difference between every single person because you may have to have certain appointments that somebody else doesn't or certain testing or things like that. So those are rough numbers, but just to give you an idea. Um, and Abby, so kind of how quickly do you think somebody could get through the process if they were paying cash for their surgery? Like from the time they had their consult with the doctor, give me an estimated timeline. 
Um, okay, so also I was going to backtrack to the mm-hmm. prices for surgery. That does also include anesthesia, facility charge, physician mm-hmm. charge. So that's mm-hmm. that's one thing to note. There's no additional bills after the fact. So that's pretty much all told. Um, but anyways, as far as how quickly you can get through the process for cash, again, it's going to vary from person to person. But on average, I would say we see three to four weeks for cash pay patient. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say that's that's in general what you're going to kind of see. Okay. What takes the longest in the process? What would you say? Um, I would say cardiac clearance can typically be the the longest turnaround, just depending on, we have a, a company that comes into our office on Mondays and Tuesdays that can provide clearance and they tend to get those back to us pretty quickly. Um, but we also work with local cardiologists for people who already see a cardiologist and, you know, it's infamously hard to get into cardiologists. So it can take a, a little bit to actually get in and get those appointments done. So for sure. Yeah. That's kind of what I see on my end too. Like if you're trying to rush the process, usually that cardiac clearance is what's going to hold you up. So yep. of note to everyone listening yes. out there. <laughs> get a cardiologist early that's if you right. want to move Check quickly. Your heart out, okay. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So let's say somebody wants to have surgery and they don't have 10 grand laying around <laughs> like sure. most people out there. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, so what would maybe be some options that you could kind of steer them towards of maybe where can you find options for help with that sure. payment? Um, I tell all of the patients that I coordinate cash that we accept anyone you would like to use for financing. So if you already work with a, like a certain lender that you prefer, that's great. Um, but we do have a couple of brochures on hand of, um, lenders that we're, we work most often with, and those are United Medical Credit, Prosper Healthcare Lending, uh, Amarillo National Bank, and Care Credit. Um, however, with Amarillo National Bank, I do think that they have a certain mile radius that they'll accept applications from. So if you're from out of town, that's probably not going to be an option for you. Gotcha. Uh, but maybe if you are from out of town, you know, another local bank or right. local lender that you could find. Exactly. Um, and I would say, I feel like we have pretty, I mean, obviously it's going to depend on like your personal credit history and things like that. Yes. But um, I think a lot of people don't think they'll be approved and they actually are. Right. Yeah. So um, always worth exploring if that's you, if you're out there and exactly. you've been told, hey, you know, your insurance doesn't cover surgery or you don't have insurance, but you really want this surgery, um, you know, start looking into the financing options because there's a lot of stuff out there and available. So you might as For well sure. check it out. And it is, it's basically just a personal loan. I get people a lot of times thinking that it's a special kind of loan or a medical loan. And that might be the case with some lenders, but in general, it's, it's just like a personal loan. It's just like yeah. taken out of, you know any other kind of loan. Yeah. So, okay. Good to know. Um, okay. So that's the cash process. Um, so basically you're going to come in, you're going to meet with our doctor. You're going to have your consult, figure out kind of which surgery we think might be best for you. Um, we'll kind of move you to the coordinator. They'll go over, you know, all of the requirements, all the check boxes that you need to check off. Um, and you know, kind of take you through the appointments and the expectations and the timeline and stuff like that. So that is cash pay. Um, so let's dive in a little bit to, um, you know, if you do have insurance coverage, actually, wait, I want to back up because what would be a reason? So a lot of people come in here, right. And they Mm -hmm. think that they have, you know, coverage for their surgery. What are some common reasons that you see that people don't have coverage, even though they have insurance? Sure. So that, that's a great question because that happens pretty often too. Um, like I said, there is a BMI requirement with, uh, every insurance that we work with. Um, there's, I think only one out there that doesn't follow this. Uh, but 
basically you have to be a BMI of at least 40 for the coverage. Um, and your BMI, if you don't know, is just your height to weight ratio. You can Google it, honestly, just a BMI calculator. Um, and then if you're below a BMI 40, you have to be a BMI of at least 35 with what they call a comorbidity related to obesity, which really just means like a medical disease related to obesity. Um, so something like uh, hypertension controlled by three medications, obstructive sleep apnea, fatty liver disease is on a handful of policies, but not very many, um, type two diabetes, et cetera. Um, so if you don't fall in that category, um, you're likely not going to have insurance coverage. So if you're a BMI of 37, but you don't have one of those documented um, comorbidities, your insurance is not going to approve you. Yeah. Um, and we know that beforehand, which is why we won't move forward with insurance, um, because we know that you'll get a denial and a massive bill. So <laughs> we don't do that in our <laughs> office. Um, but there can also be some some technicalities on insurance policies, like a weight history. So if you are a BMI 40, but you haven't been for the past two years, that can disqualify you. Um, Work history is on a couple of policies as well. If you haven't been with your employer for at least five years on that benefit, um, that can disqualify you. Uh, and then there is one policy out there where you have to be a BMI of 40 with a comorbidity. Um, so those are just a couple of couple of reasons. Yeah. And I think too, some, you know, some insurance companies will say that bariatric surgery is like an exclusion. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little yes. more on that? Yes. So that's the most common reason you would be cash. That's when they don't even consider your medical history, your BMI, uh, anything like that. They just don't offer that coverage on your policy. Um, and that can be either because your specific insurance doesn't offer bariatric coverage, and then it can also be because your employer um, did not elect that benefit for your company. Um, and so in that case, again, we already know that insurance is not going to accept any kind of um, appeal when it comes to mm -hmm. your benefits. Um, they will not cover you. So um, it doesn't matter what your medical history is, unfortunately, in that case, that we think that you're a great candidate for surgery. Um, you would be cash pay moving forward. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point to make is just because you are a candidate, you know, based upon your BMI or your medical history, it doesn't always mean uh, that your insurance has that coverage. And so people will sometimes ask me, you know, Hey, my friend who works for the same company that I do, they got surgery, you know, they right. have Blue Cross Blue Shield just like I do. So I definitely have coverage. Well, even within, um, you know, like the same employer, like if you work for the same, like you work for, I don't know, let's say Walmart, um, it, and you maybe elect a different benefit than they do, yep. you may or may not have coverage based upon whatever benefit you elected. So um, I think the biggest kind of takeaway that I get from that is, number one, insurance is confusing, right? Yes, um, <laughs> which but, is why I'm here. <laughs> that's right. And so that's why we have people on our staff that will kind of guide you through that. So we're going to contact your insurance company and get what they tell us are your benefits. We're going to you know comb through that. We're going to pull out the pertinent information. And then that's what we're going to lay out for you. We'll tell you, Hey, yes, you do or do not have coverage. And then kind of based on that, where do we go from there? So, um, so yeah, and you can always check on that too. We just find a lot of times, unfortunately, when patients call their insurance companies, you know, they'll say, oh yeah, I see this as a benefit, but then they don't dig deep enough into it and you end up getting the wrong answer. Right. So when in doubt, I would actually probably direct you to our website. Um, yes. We have a thing where you can kind of request like an insurance check there and um, check your BMI and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I would just kind of direct you to our website, um, painandoweightlosscenter.com. And you can kind of, that can be the preliminary, but ultimately I would say 
schedule your consult, come on in and we'll go through yes, those benefits. Because with you. another thing that I will say is I've had so many patients tell me that they've called their insurance before coming in and they were assured that as long as it was medically necessary and not aesthetic, mm. that it would be covered. They would just send in all their records and then the insurance would approve it. Um, we've never won a case like that before. That's something that, in my opinion, insurance reps say because they don't want to tell you no. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I would recommend, yeah, letting us kind of talk you through that or looking ahead of time, but don't trust your rep when they say that. <laughs> I Sorry. always tell patients too, like when they're scheduling for that initial visit, like it's a very in-depth, like two-parter appointment. Yes, yes. And so you're going to talk to the doctor, you know, they go over your history, your goals, um, any questions you have about surgery. And then that second part's with that coordinator who really is going to break down if you have coverage, don't have coverage, and essentially giving you this like pre-surgical checklist. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's just a really, it's, we do kind of the hard work for you or like the referencing for you. And like Chelsea said, we lay it out for you. Yeah. And I think we do it a little differently than a lot of clinics out there. Um, So a lot of clinics, what they will do is they will bring you in, you know, they'll basically just make sure that you have insurance um, and they won't actually check any of your requirements before you start the process. So they'll just get you going. You know, they'll have you meet with their doctor. They'll have you meet with their dietitian and do a cardiac clearance and a site clearance and, you know, yada, 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 all the things. And then it's like time. Okay. You finished all your visits and it's time to schedule surgery. And then all of a sudden you get it denial. And well, uh, turns out you actually need six months or 12 Mm -hmm, months, or you need this weight history that you don't have. And so we do that a little bit differently. We want to tell you upfront what we have. And that doesn't mean that you've been pre-approved for the surgery. Right. Okay. (laughs) I get that question a lot too. Like, okay, well, so since I'm going through the process, like, does that mean I'm good for surgery? Technically, no. (laughs) Um, what insurance does is they line out what would approve you for surgery. Mm -hmm. And so then we take you through that process to meet those requirements. Then once you've done all your visits, and gotten your clearances, um, then we submit that information back to your insurance company. And then at that point is when they comb through it and look to make sure that you meet their requirements. And at that point, they pre-approve you. So we do that a little bit differently than a lot of other people, but it's because we don't want those surprises, you know, like, oh, hey, surprise, you went through this whole process, paid all this money and actually you don't have coverage. Yeah, you never qualified to be. You never qualified to be. Yeah, and that's a great point, Chelsea, too, is we kind of, Chelsea and I have called it playing the game before um, because Mm -hmm. with insurance, I get a lot of times people saying, oh, you're going to make me do six months with your office. Well, no, it's not our requirement. (laughs) We would prefer that everyone have surgery as quickly as they can. Um, because that's what people want. Yeah. Um, but with insurance, we just don't have the liberty a lot of times to do it the way that we want to. So we're going right. to take you through what we have to to get you approved. So yeah, usually it's not our requirement. It's insurances for sure. Yeah. We're going to try and put as few barriers as possible between yeah. you and the surgery. So, uh, but your insurance might try to put some of those yes. in there. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Hope no insurances are listening. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's cash pay. That's a wrap on cash pay. Um, so insurance. So let's say you've come in, you've had your consult, you do have the bariatric benefit. Um, And then let's say, for example, you know, this varies per insurance company and policy, but let's say that your insurance says that you're going to have a three month program requirement. Um, So Kelly, kind of tell me what would be, you know, after they've met with the coordinator and they've lined out what the steps are, what are, what does it look like moving forward for that patient that's going through with insurance? So usually the first set of appointments we do would be the BMR and our body scan. And so that's just a really good starting point um, to just kind of see like their body composition. And then of course, like their metabolic rate, 
their RMRs, everything like that. From there, I mean, we have the schedulers. Um, we have like a really good team. So we have the schedulers who, of course, will schedule you out. We have our patient coordinator who keeps track of everyone, making sure like they're staying on track if they're consecutive months, making sure they're getting in their monthly appointments. Um, so if you're like you're a three month, we'll do that BMR, that body scan, your initial visit with the dietitian, and then that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and then like your nurse practitioner appointment. And then we'll, I mean, we can plan out your visits ahead of time, or we can do it as you go. I will say with the nurse practitioners of like scheduling right now, it's probably safe to schedule a bit early. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a little and bit harder to get into. Yes. Yeah. And it makes it easier on you too, right? You just have those appointments yes. scheduled out and you know, hey, this is when I'm meeting with them for June, July and August. And then um, and you've got it on the books. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Because there are so sorry. There are so many policies, too, that um, have to be consecutive, so you don't want to yeah. miss a month. Um, and if you're five months in and you miss your last one, then you have to start over. So Yeah, for and sure. Your checklist is I mean, in your chart. So if you ever have questions or if you're ever just not sure, I mean, we, everyone's able to kind of pull that up and go over that again with you, too. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. So basically, insurance, you know, you're going to have your consult, meet with a coordinator, and then you're going to get scheduled for your metabolism test, your body scan, your dietitian visit, generally that first month. And then following months is usually you meet with a dietitian as well as a mid-level provider, which would be either like a nurse practitioner or a physician assistant, a PA, and um, kind of meet those monthly requirements for insurance. What are some of the clearances that people have to have for insurance purposes that you see typically? So we usually always do the cardiac clearance. Um, there is sometimes like a psyche valve, mm -hmm. a sleep study. What yep. else? Gallbladder ultrasound yes. if you're having a mm -hmm. switch. Uh, sometimes you'll need a scope if you have yes. bad acid reflux or if you've had a previous surgery that we need to take a look at, you may need a T&E or an EGD. Mm -hmm. Labs as well. Yes, yes. Usually. labs. Mm -hmm. Usually, even if you've had them within the last six months, we'll have you repeat them right before surgery anyways. Yeah. And if you're um, a cash pay patient, the pre-admit lab order is part of like that pricing yes, too. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So those are some of the kind of requirements that insurance wants you to complete. Um, so those are things that you'll be working on during that three month process. All right. So as you're doing those monthly visits, you're also going to be, uh, you know, working on getting that cardiac clearance and the site clearance and labs and scans and all of that. So it is, I think, I think it's a lot up front. I mean, would yes. you guys agree? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, and it feels overwhelming uh, yeah. when you're looking at the piece of paper with all your clearances. For sure. Um, but Usually cardiac clearance and psyche valve, those are kind of in the background. The bulk of the program is what I usually say to patients is your uh, nurse practitioner or uh, physician's assistant appointment and your dietitian appointment uh, each month. So yeah. that's that's mostly what you're going to be doing plus a little bit extra. Yeah, for sure. All right. This this is a question out of left field, but I think it's a good one. Uh, sorry for springing <laughs> on you guys. That's like, oh, um, so for those nurse practitioner PA visits, as well as the dietitian visits, what's insurance looking for? Um, what do you think insurance is looking sure. for, I guess? <laughs> um, I will take a guess. Um, <laughs> usually they're looking for, number one, planned exercise when mm -hmm. they're talking to a dietitian and mid-level provider. Um, they're looking for, uh, like that they're following like a nutrition. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. A right. certain nutrition plan. Um, hmm. what else? <laughs> <laughs> Anything to add Kelly? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, I tried. Those were good. Those were good. Well, and then 
we keep track of their like BMI for each yes. visit as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think just what insurance is looking for is just overall compliance. Like, are you yes. willing to go through this process? Cause mm -hmm. it's not, it's not something where you just get surgery and you're good to go. You right. know, it's like, we've, we want to see if, if I'm an insurance company and I'm going to pay for your surgery, I want to see that you're actually going to be willing to put in the work, um, that's going to be required to be successful. For sure. Um, and even at baseline, be required to not have a complication, you know, like mm -hmm. not get you in a hairy yes. situation. Um, so, yeah, I know. I think you guys hit the nail on the head. I think that's what insurance companies are looking for. And so we are also, again, we're very well aware of that, everybody here on our staff. So when you are meeting with the nurse practitioner or the dietitian, um, we're going to guide you in those things. You know, we're going to make recommendations. Hey, this is what I want you to work on for the next month and, you know, kind of set those goals with you. And um even though our primary motivation is to educate you about the surgery and all the requirements, you know, we would still kind of like to get started on that process of, you know, getting, getting healthier, a new exactly. lifestyle, a new you. And Chelsea, can you also kind of tell us what, uh, do you give patients a meal plan or oh, a diet when they yeah, come to see you? That's a great you? question. We could do a whole podcast on this, Abby. <laughs> uh, but no. short answer. Short answer is no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and you know, it's because that doesn't work for everybody, uh, really for anybody. Mm -hmm. So meal plan, you know, yes, we do have a very specific diet that you're going to follow before and after surgery. Um, but as far as long-term, I mean, our goal is to teach you about nutrition, teach you about the surgery and how do those two things come together with your lifestyle and, you know, just your culture or whatever that is, you know, how does that fit into Abby's life? Yeah. Um, and so hopefully by doing that, you know, that's going to be a very long process. We can't usually do that in the time frame before surgery. So we kickstart that then. Uh, but then we've got these programs after surgery to design to kind of, you know, build out that information, I guess you would say, so that you can better learn that. Because if you get it all at once, it's like drinking from the fire hose, right? Yep, <laughs> like, for not sure. going to sit um, or stick. But if you can kind of slowly drip that information out, I think people truly learn it and then for implement sure. it lifelong. So yep. that's also like a good point is that, yes, these visits, these pre-surgical visits are like you have to do them. But at the same time, we truly are trying to create and like give you the tools to start just like a healthier lifestyle and giving you that that lifestyle change that for we're sure. really aiming exactly. for. And to get to know you because yeah. it's mm -hmm. an emotional process. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Surgery. I mean, it's a big step for you to come into our office um, to take that initial like step or leap into making the consult. And then it's another leap to actually go to the consult. And then it's even more leaps to kind of continue through that process, continue walking through that. So, and we don't take that lightly. Like that's, um, you know, kind of on our shoulders. We want to make sure you feel very comfortable. We want to make sure you feel seen and heard and supported through the process. So if there's ever any way that we can support you guys, you're always welcome to contact us. Um, you can call anytime. Generally speaking, you can email. I've given my email out on here before, so might as well do it again. <laughs> it's Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y at panhandle-surgical.com. So um, if you reach out to somebody and they're not the right person, that's okay. We'll get you in touch with the right person. We're a pretty tight-knit group around here, so we all mm. kind of know what's going on. Um, <laughs> But yeah, any anything else that you guys would add to that, to what we've already said? Anything I missed? Um, well, we were just touching on the emotional aspect. I would say just from a coordinator standpoint, it really is like what I love to do is to explain to patients what's going to be required of them because I'm the type of person, as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I'm an anxious person. <laughs> I'm a nervous Nelly. So I need to have a kind of an overview of what 
I'm going to go through, especially when it comes to medical procedures and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my job is to answer your questions and to be um, a handholder for you. So um, I love that. It's it's a very emotional job to be able to talk to people um, about why they're having surgery, why they want to make life changes and how we can make that happen. So um, I feel like coordinating kind of puts the, uh, I don't know, rubber to the road. <laughs> Is that a good analogy? Yeah. Sure. Um, so it, it can kind of make things real. So I, that's what I really enjoy is, is helping patients see what the process is going to be from now until surgery. So don't be afraid to, you know, ask questions and, yeah. and cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we, we're used to tears. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're a touchy feely group. Yeah. We're all women here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except for the doctors. Right. Um, Kelly, what would you say like is your favorite part, like from start to finish, like getting to see the patients kind of go through this process? We'll just kind of end with that. Honestly, like it's just the whole when they start and then probably when they come in for like that three month follow up and just seeing one, a change in them, you know, physically, but also like mentally. We, I, we just talked to a patient and just the differences that in those like three months, as far as um, him being able to sit on an airplane comfortably and things like that, like to watch them and be there for those changes. I like, that's my favorite part. Yeah. I feel like that's like, that's our why. Like, that's why mm -hmm. we're here doing yeah. this. For yeah, sure. you kind of get like that glimmer of people having hope for the first mm -hmm. time in maybe a really long time. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really cool to be a part of. Yes. So we are super happy to answer any of your questions about surgery, cash pay, insurance, whatever you got. Let us know. Um, and thank you for joining us today, Abby and Kelly. Y'all did a great job. Yeah, thank you. thanks. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll catch you next time.